Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. They took my thumb, Charlie. You see, see, any chance you get to use the Pope of Greenwich Village, I think you should use it. In the case of Jonathan Taylor of the Colts, they didn't take it, but it's injured two to three weeks, according to Jim Irsay. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? JMV joins us, 93.5, The Fan in Indianapolis. He is the voice of sports in Indiana. Uh, I, never mind which thumb, all right, right thumb or left thumb, what in the world happened? And this is the kind of injury that takes surgery and you miss three weeks? Well, I would just keep Arthur Fonzarelli out for three weeks with an episode of Happy Day. I don't know. Hey. Um, you know, again, I can't, uh, and I can and I won't question it. It just, man, it, it's just, this is a tough time right now, Tony, to be missing two to three weeks. In particular, you got these these games coming up with you know obviously National Sunday and then the Bengals, you know AFC games coming up here where you're in the thick of things in the postseason. Even with Zach Moss, his ability to back up, and obviously what we've seen production wise this season, this is a tough time. I, it, far be it from me, and I'm not going to do that to ever say, hey, just take that thing up, rub some dirt on it, and go out there and play, but. I, I will say this, if you're going all the way to Los Angeles to see the best hand specialist in the world, evidently, uh, to do this repair, man, two to three weeks also sounds a little bit light to me, especially considering you're you're following the Colts, and normally things are a lot worse than they are better in terms of this. Hopefully not, but we shall see. I broke it down, and, and uh, producer Jonathan, who works my morning show, has his own sports podcast, noticed that the last play of Jonathan Taylor in the, in the game against the Buccaneers, where they won 27-20, in the second quarter, uh, he was out for like 10 minutes in all, all of halftime. Right. So he didn't have a run after like the beginning of the second quarter. But the vast majority of his yards happened in the second half. So when did the thumb injury take place? Well, here's here's what I've done with detective work. You go back to the radio network and Lara Overton, who's the sideline reporter for the Colts radio network, uh, had a quick update in the second quarter talking about how those on the sideline, the trainers were looking at and wrapping up his hand and if you remember tony that is where we were kind of wondering because you were texting me at the time and i was in the press box we were wondering what has happened to 28 where's 28 and then after he got that done the trainers looked at that and wrapped his hand up he went back to standing up on the sideline and i remember going all right if 28 standing there he's got to be ready to go that was the point in time when gardner Minshew was throwing it all over the yard and we were wondering why uh, because the success could be there with running the football. But that's what I have hard targeted at some point in the second quarter. But you're right. I mean, he was going to the second half, and which which I think begs the question uh, that many people have. Is this something where, and again, far, far, far be it for me, I'm not a doctor, anything like that, hand specialist, whatever. 
you know, if you could just wrap this thing up and go, um, if you're believing maybe because you have this done, you can get him back quicker than what you thought. I mean, maybe that's some of the thought process going in, but there is a great deal of mystery surrounding this and nothing was said after the game either. I mean, all those guys are in the locker room, you know, and just kind of talking as they normally do, interviewing as they normally do, and nothing was said about it. Nothing was really known about it until Ian Rappaport hit that right um, as of uh, yesterday, and boom, there you go. Well, now let me ask this question. Uh, mm-hmm. Zach Moss gets $1.2 million in 2022. He was due $1.4 million in 2023. How quickly does he get a four-year deal worth $22 million? <laughs> From somebody else? Oh, you don't think he's I mean, going to get it? You don't think yes, the Colts have proven they need else. a serious backup who can actually do the job? No, no, he is. Yeah, he's going. He's going to be. He'll, he'll be fine. But I thought what you're bringing up is the fact that now you're thinking you want to have an adequate backup, and certainly you know if you're with the Colts, anybody around here for that matter, you're going to need backups because ultimately somebody's going to be injured. But this probably will up the amount of money that he could get on the open market, which would beg the question, if you wanted him back next year, would you be able to get him back next year with all that he has shown production-wise? So I think that would be within question, and that's what I presumed you were going with that. That Well, uh, and I said four years, $22 million, which would be $5.5 million, uh, a year. He's going to get more than $5.5 million a year? I, I bet he's making himself – well, it also depends on this. Now, Tony, this Colts team is going to be in the spotlight here. They're the seventh seed right now in the AFC, making some noise when nobody thought they were going to. So now you're under, you know, a bit more of a spotlight than you've seen all season long. So if he has, you know, a hundred yard performance plus, maybe a couple of those, and let's just say, for example, hypothetically, they don't miss a beat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to get more money someplace else. And also keep in mind that it depends on the spot, but it is also still a position where people consider you can draft third round, third day type of guy, and these guys are a dime a dozen. But he has the potential to make himself some money here, continuing to do that and do so under under a spotlight that he hasn't had so far this season. Yeah, the culture wrap him up. More money here or someplace else. The culture wrap him up right now. JMV 93.5, <laughs> 107.5, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana. I appreciate you. This is Tony Katz today.